Culture Podcast, where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that make your natural hair products. Today, we have Miss Crystal Joan Bonds, a cosmetologist, a hair care brand owner, and an author. Please introduce yourself. Hi. Like she said, my name is Crystal Jones Bond, and I am a stylist, a hair salon owner, a certified chemist. I have my own product line. Um, I was an educator uh, in a hair school, but now I just educate um, in seminars and, and different webinars and stuff like that. And then, of course, now I'm an author, so of uh, I want to go natural, now what? And um, that is so many hats, but I, I truly love my industry. Um, so I'm willing to help anybody and everybody about natural hair as humanly possible. Okay. I'd like to take it way back, okay? Was you natural or relaxed growing up? Um, I was natural for a very long time. Um, not to shade on my mom, got rest <laughs> her soul, but um she had no idea how to do hair. She she was not the hair person. And um so my grandmother used to do a press um every two weeks, wash press, you know, sometimes trim. And I don't think I was probably like 10 mm-hmm. until I first relaxer. And um, when I first got my relaxer, my or before that, let me say that, my hair was like down here. It was so healthy. It was so great. And I got a relaxer. And then I went swimming because, you know, people were saying, hey, you know, a relaxer will make it easier for you to wash and blow dry her hair and this, that, and the other. And that was the summer I swam so much. And no offense, but it ate up my hair because those two chemicals just don't really go well together. You know, relaxer and chlorine. And so I had this short bob. And by the time the summer was over, my grandmother was furious. And so I can imagine <laughs> all that work she put in. And so... Um, you know, after that, I started trying to do it myself. Um, I, I knew I wanted to be a hairstylist probably about the age of nine. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to absorb ever since then um, all the aspects of hair, what makes hair healthy, what makes it, you know, brittle, what kind of hair types, because um, the best way is trial and error. And I'm not saying I trial and error with my clients. I trial and error on myself. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you want with the little dolls? You know, talk about the little dolls that we cut and trim and just do, do, doing something with the hair. You know, what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was one with the little dolls. I was one walking around with the spritz with the crunchy hair. I was the one who was brutal and broken, trying to figure out life. So I was that chick that. Uh, <laughs> Thing in the 
trend of hair at the time and just figured out, nope, that's not healthy for my hair. Nope, that's not healthy for my hair. It wasn't until college, um, one of my good friends um, found out she was allergic to relaxer. And something in it that she had an allergy to and she was, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be walking around campus looking crazy. And I said, well, if you're gonna look crazy, let me look crazy with you. I'll, I'll do the natural journey with you. And that was the first time I went natural and I absolutely loved it. My hair went from so broken and brittle and just, you know, and then it went to being so healthy, so conditioned, so long. I have the problem with the, how they say, the word I always hate, ugly stage. Um, I did, I'm not gonna lie, I did half wigs during the ugly stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of like sew-ins and braids during my ugly stage. Um, so I didn't have an ugly transition. Um, excuse me. I, um, flat iron my hair a lot of the time. So you didn't really get to see, um, you didn't have a big chop or none of that stuff. No, I transitioned, um, by, by just, you know, natural transition. I never did the big chop. Um, I let it grow out until I was like, okay, this is just crazy to have these little short ends that yeah, are short. That's me. <laughs> that's me. Yes, <laughs> you know, live in whatever I'm going to live in. <laughs> Look, that's me. I understand. So with your friend, when y'all was transitioning, what are some of the things that you helped her with? And also, was you in cosmetology school at the time or was you just in regular college? I was in regular college. I went to University of Chattanooga and got an entrepreneurship business degree. And um, she was also in the business college. So we were on campus just trying to figure it out, to be honest, because that was, I want to age myself, but like 2007. So natural wasn't huge, huge, huge. Oh, it wasn't, no. (laughs) There were a lot of people going through that change, and that's what kind of freaked her out. And I was like, you know what? I've learned stuff about hair. I've tried to do certain things. Let's just go through this together. Um, and rod sets saved our life, to be honest with you, saved our life. Because it was like, okay, well, at least my hair still looks good, even though the roots may be puffy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. um learned a few of the basic styles that transitioning um, didn't look atrocious, if that makes sense. And I helped her. I did her hair from time to time. Um, and I also did my own. So uh, we just got through it as best we knew how. Look, I understand. So when you transitioned in from college to cosmetology school, how was that whole process? Because I know back then, they really wasn't, like you said, it's the natural hair. It's more mm-hmm. so perm, relax, and everything. And at the time that I could see your time frame, you was already natural yourself. Yeah. So when I went into hair school, I was already natural. But like I said, I wore some flat irons most of the time. I wore, you know, rods, things of that nature. And a lot of times they couldn't tell, really, that I was, like, strictly natural until I started doing wash and goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, my gosh, a curl pattern is so amazing. 
Um, and then they convinced me to try and go back to relaxers since my hair was so, so, so um, healthy and strong. And I did. I was like, you know what? You're right. It's healthy. It's strong. Let's try it. And that second time I went back to a relaxer is when I really realized the type of hair I have cannot do a relaxer. It just doesn't do well because my hair process is extremely quick. And so by the time you're done with the first section, it's ready to be rinsed out. I mean, I just need a touch of relaxer and my hair is straight. So it be over-processed um, during that time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going back to natural. Um, and I just, like I said, realized, hey, this is just not for me. It's not one of those things I say that to everyone because mm-hmm. hair is different. It's, it's a, you are a unique human being and the things that you need and want for your hair and the lifestyle you live have a huge, huge, um, a, a huge, yeah, effect. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, vote effect on how, you know, you need to wear your hair. Um, because when I do consultations, for example, um, I ask what, what, what are your expectations of your hair? And if I find out you work out a lot, and you sweat a lot, but you want to wear your hair flat iron, th- those two kind of just don't go together. <laughs> so then I'm asking, like, what's more important to you? Um, and what kind of job do you have? You know, that kind of thing. So um, when you do your consultations, do you um, get a lot of, when you ask the question, what are your goals? The first thing do you get? Hair growth. I want my hair to grow fast. Sure, sure. Um, that is correct. One thing people say is hair growth, length, or whatever, mm-hmm. and healthy hair. Um, and so I try and explain how we can get there. Um, which means, like, okay, what does your diet look like? Because mm-hmm. each and every has something to do with your hair growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people say protective styles grow their hair, and it may be, but because of so much tension all the time, um, especially with the advanced protective styles like braids and tw- uh, uh, with added hair, braids with added hair, twists with added hair, those kind of things, those can cause stress and alopecia. So it may be counterproductive than productive. So you just have to, number one, know your hair type, and number two, um, listen to an educated stylist to tell you, hey, most people can do this style for like six to eight weeks, but because you have this type of hair, four weeks is your max for your hair to be healthy um, because everyone is different. Thank you. I'm glad you explained that because most people think that, you know, they're Rapunzel, their hair grows overnight, and every time you tell them you want to grow healthy hair, they want to grow healthy hair, the first thing they say is like, oh, well, I saw this person here and I want my hair just like this, but they don't realize they got a different hair type than that yes. person. Or if they do still have the same hair type, that doesn't mean your hair will grow just like theirs. It's a process. Some people take a couple years, some people, you know, but most people think like, no, I know my hair can grow fast. So that's why they run and jump on every product that they could find. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I mean, I suggest hair vitamins. I have my own hair vitamin brand that was like the first product that came out with. And it grow your hair inch a month. But if you're not getting the length retention, 
um, it doesn't matter how fast your hair grows. Because this is what I have to explain to a lot of people. And once they get that aha moment, they're like, that's what that is. Um, For example, when you color your hair, say you are gray, you're starting to gray a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And you see that line of demarcation where your new growth has come in and you're ready for a color touch up. But then your hair hasn't grown down your, you know, shoulders or whatever. That means your hair has broken off at the same rate it's growing. So you're never seeing the actual length of retention when it's growing. Your hair always will grow because you're getting new growth all the time. Now, it may be a fourth of an inch. It might be half an inch. It might be a full inch. But doing what you need to do to keep your hair strong and moisturized, it's just not going to keep growing down your neck or your back or however you want it to grow. Let me ask you a question. Do you um, believe in hair porosity? The reason why I ask that is because I do. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I remember I posted in a hair group about it and someone responded back, "Um, now that you know your hair porosity, now what? Yeah. I, I totally agree with hair porosity. And I mean, not like to pop, pop up my book, but like... No, please, we're going to talk about your book, so it's fine. So if I bring up something that's in the book, go ahead, girl. You know, we're going to still talk about the book, but go ahead. <laughs> so like, this book talks about how you identify your own hair. How you can say, okay, this is a characteristic of my hair. This is how I can test my porosity. And this is what my hair type is. Once I know my hair type, then there's like a whole back end of ingredients in the back that are targeted for your own porosity. So like, um, I have seen, same, you post in the uh, groups of natural hair, say, hey, you know, uh, porosity is important. Now what? Um, Porosity is just learning how your hair receives the moisture, what's best for your hair. And again, that's different from me to you. (laughs) So once you learn what your hair loves, then you can work with how your hair grows and how your hair receives different, different ingredients. Um, So like, for example, what I talk about in the book is like low porosity hair, just a few uh, ingredients. Um, Low porosity hair loves like olive oil and oil and you know those that can actually pass through the hair and actually go into the hair cuticle now some people say only coconut oil can pass through the hair cuticle I'm not exactly I see that in on Google and things of that nature but being a hairstylist myself I've actually seen it actually do it you know and so, by being I'm, a chemist so of course you want to know <laughs> You want to definitely know what you're going to actually, what's going to actually pass through, so. Yeah, so after I uh, put those uh, ingredients on my clients, like, uh, you know, my uh, coconut oils and, and my uh, olive oil cocktails and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you see and feel their hair soften up. I see it for a fact. And so I'm like, okay, this is how your hair receives your porosity, how it receives this moisture. Um, For high porosity like myself, um, I'm a shea butter addict. (laughs) Like my hair loves like shea butter, um, uh, mango oils, um, mango butters, something that's a little 
thicker so that it can coat that hair and actually hold it in because what high porosity hair means your hair just has a lot more openings and so all that moisture just falls through the hair it goes in it goes right back out <laughs> you want to do something a little bit more heavy to um make sure that that hair actually stays and receives it but if you're doing the wrong porosity products you can cause build or brittleness either one and that could be counterproductive so that's why porosity is such a huge 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 thing you need to know so you can pick out the right products for yourself did that answer my question? yeah of course i'm no i'm glad that you went into details because most people the problem is that a lot of them don't believe in hair porosity and a lot of people don't believe in hair type and stuff. They all think that, you know, your hair is your hair. But the problem is that the more that you get to know your hair, I'm, I'm always say this, being intimate with your hair. Don't be just throwing stuff in your hair. Really take your time. Get to know your hair so that way you know the right products. And if you go to a hairstylist, even though they know what they're doing, right? Some do, some don't. But those who do know what they're doing, they'll know what to put in your hair. And you can catch it. If they put something wrong in your hair, they'll be like, oh, no, no, I can't use that in my hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they, if, especially if they're just starting off. Sure. And not knowing, like, oh, tag. You know, because being a new cosmetologist, it's a lot of information that you get. And then after a while, you know, of course, you will get the hang of it. But you should be able to stop and be like, oh, no, that doesn't go well in my hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you, as a cosmetologist, is explaining each one of them to us so that way we'll know okay so that's important so let's go to that book of yours girl let's get that book (laughs) (laughs) this book journey took me forever (laughs) no offense um it went until covid till i finished this book it was a long journey trying to get this book done just because i'm behind the chair a whole lot have a lot of going on but um the name of your book I want to go natural now, what? (laughs) What inspired you to write the book? Um, You know, I went to a seminar one time and she's like, hey, if you're an expert in certain areas, you need to write a book. Now, I do have to testify a little bit about my background in education. It sounds great that I went to college and I have all these titles under me. But when I I was dyslexic I am dyslexic and I also just didn't like school didn't like education at all so when going forward when this lady is telling you know the class and me personally hey you need to write a book I was like I my essays came back red like (laughs) my my sentences were not always right are you talking about writing a book (laughs) but that's your whole experience and letting us know this because we never I would have never known right so you showing people no matter what you have anything that you can't still go push forward it doesn't matter push forward and I was extremely nervous about sending it to like an editor because I was like oh my gosh she gonna think I'm illiterate you know (laughs) because I'm like you know oh my gosh I'm not sure I can do this and mentally I I do want to say this to inspire somebody, it, it's mental first. You have to mentally say, I can do this, or yes. I can do this. Whatever you say to yourself is what's going to happen. And so I had to shift my mind. And um, again, God rest my mom. So 
she helped me with this book and it wasn't until she was a teacher. Um, so I gave her my first rough, 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 rough draft um, and the first three chapters. And then I had just stopped for years. And it wasn't until she passed in 2019 and I, I was cleaning out her room and I found my binder of my first draft, my rough, rough, rough draft on her bed corrected. And I said, oh my God, I gotta finish this for my mom. <laughs> so, oh gosh, I don't wanna cry. No, so, fine. look, I understand, look, I understand. So that was a huge, huge, huge push to finish this book and dedicate it. There's a dedication in the back for my mom because if she didn't believe I could probably do this, my mindset still would have been 2025. I hadn't written this book yet. <laughs> but um, I just poured 10 years of experience behind the chair, behind my journey. Like I said, being um, natural twice and, and what like, and just the experiences that I've dealt with over 10 years of being in the hair industry into this book. Um, and just trying to help someone else with their journey because I know how many people are struggling with their yeah. hair. I looked all the time for consultations all over the world. And I'm like, I, and they're like, I wish you were closer to me so I could go to you. And I'm like, how can I help someone that's in California and I'm in Tennessee? Okay, maybe I can do this book. Maybe I can help them that way so that they can help themselves find empowerment in their own hair. Cause I've noticed a lot of people just kind of, I don't want to say quit, but yeah. they just took a hiatus of doing their natural hair. They went to braids, they went to wigs, they went to, you know, whatever, because they were so frustrated. And so then they're passing that down generationally to the next generation. Like, okay, well I'm natural but I always keep raising my hair. That's what the kids are doing now. You know, so we're passing that message, not even purposely, but to the kids. Like, okay, well, this is my hair, but I'm gonna keep it this way. But I really want everyone to like love their hair. Embrace now, it, yes. Styling is preference. Like, okay, I, I wear my hair like this because, but I know how to do my own hair. When I'm ready to wear my hair, I can. And that's what this book was hopefully inspired to do for people to, uh, to you know, love their hair, find out about their hair, understand what works, what doesn't work, why this doesn't work. Oh, I need to be careful and not say, okay, it worked for her, so I'm going to do what she did. So this book is actually giving everybody the opportunity to be natural. Understand, and when I always say, when people say be natural, you're already natural, but understanding your natural hair, and that's what that book does. Yeah, just understanding it and, and knowing it. Um, so like the first chapter is just basically about the natural hair journey, and like I even put what I say in my consultations in the book, mm -hmm. and. Um, I have like a learning fingerprint, like, okay, this is what your hair fingerprint looks like. And okay. um, question the most is, is it, is it odd that I have like two or three hair types in my head? And I'm like, no, you have your hair type, you know, it could, it, it's all about genetics. So yeah. it's like, 
a collaborative effort in your genes. You can have hair that's commingled with your parents. You can have mm-hmm. mama's hair right here, and then you have your grandparents' hair. <laughs> And here we going like this sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You have some different hair types. And they're like, so how, what do I do with that? And it's like, well, you're going to pick the most coarse hair type and, and work your products with that. So if you, like, I'm not a huge fan of the 4C, 4B life, you know, the curl pattern. Um, why? May I ask why? Just because from hair school it was curly straight extra curly coiled you know what I mean like we have a totally different um thought process in how we described the hair type Mm -hmm. it was a huge adjustment for me especially when I first got into the hair uh curly hair industry um seriously when I would get calls saying I have 4B hair and I'm like okay uh (laughs) Let me translate that. And that's just because I was trained so differently than learning 4B, 4C, 4A um, type situation. Um, So I had to relearn all of that to make it make sense to me. But um, I'm glad you did because most people are afraid to relearn certain stuff. So I'm glad that you took the time out. Like, look, I need to further my education and figure out what this means, even though. They mean the same thing, but I need to learn the new lingo of it. 100%. Because if that's what y'all know, then I need to speak your language. I need to come where you are and understand what you think is going on with your hair. Um, Now, I do have a lot of people misdiagnose their hair saying I'm 4C when you're not even close to 4C. And how do you handle that situation? Um, I... I am a fan of picking your curl pattern out when it's wet and when it's moisturized. Um, Because a lot of people pick their hair pattern after, you know, you put products in and it dries. Yeah. After it dries sometimes, especially, again, if you're picking the wrong products, it frizzed, it's not moisturized well, and yeah, you do look like you have 4C hair. But it's quite possible you do not. You could have 4A hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm like a huge fan of keeping it moisturized, looking at the curl pattern when it's wet or when you pull your strand and look at, like, put some mousse on it and pull it out and see what it does. Um, And that's how you, you know, diagnose more of your curl pattern than just waiting for it to dry and saying, okay, I got 4C hair. Thank you. So in your book, you say that you have a lot of um, ingredients. I do. I do. Uh, the whole... Tell us what that is about. Like, are, is the ingredients for to show you how to, like, start your own natural hair journey, like, after you... This episode of the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast is brought to you by My Hair Won't Grow. This book was illustrated and written by me, Candace. This book was designed to help children understand their natural hair and understand what shrinkage is really all about. So let's stop the stigma of natural hair, starting with our children. You can find this book on Amazon. And again, the name is My Hair Won't Grow. 
on the path of it, this is what you need to start using. Well, it's an, an ingredient. I don't know if you can see that ingredient gallery, and it just okay. ingredients. It'll just say like you know um, oils, and it'll start with like almond oil, and it'll tell you like what it does, what almond oil, right. and what how that helps you, and then it'll say this is more for low porosity hair. So from that, once you get your hair fingerprint, and you know your low porosity. And then you go in the back and you figure out, okay, let me try almond oil. That, that says that's for me. This says that's for me. Let me see if I can find this stuff in products in the store or, you know, come make a, a oil or a butter for myself that has these ingredients in it and try it and see if that. So that's why I did that. Okay, okay. <laughs> so what else? Look, I don't want to give him the whole book because we got to buy the book, okay? So we can't give you the whole book. So we get everything, you know what I'm saying? Then you can't get the book, okay? So we just want to give you a little taste of it, okay? So where can we find this book? It is Amazon. Um, it's on Amazon everywhere. Um, it's also on my website. If you go to my website, um, www.classic-haircare.com. Um, it's also on there um and that is where my products are sold on my website and don't worry guys even though she said it and you think you might have missed it you can always hit rewind of course but we will also have it in the description so no worries okay so don't think that oh i missed it no we got you covered okay we're gonna make sure you get this book because this book is helping you on your natural hair journey and that's the goal to grow healthy strong hair okay this is why we put you in front of all these amazing people look you got a cosmetologist an author and she got her own hair care brand so let's talk about the hair care brand okay yeah <laughs> what do you want to know <laughs> look let's start what inspire you to think of the name of your hair care brand uh, classic. So my hair care brand, um, I wanted it to, the the name of it to last a long time. Um, That's different. I, I wanted <laughs> well, I named it for my child or this a magic <laughs> thing that I had. But you said I wanted it to last a long time. I know that's right, girl. So I just thought, okay, what, there's trendy names, like, you know, and you can tell, oh, that was in the 90s when this, you know, phrase was popping, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want it to be trendy. I don't want it to be this or that. I want it to be a legacy brand, like something that can last. Mm-hmm. And we thought about, like, okay, what could, what, what makes this a brand? Like, what, what would I want it to say? And when I thought of classic, I was like, that is beautiful because it's classic for natural hair. Yeah. Brands. Like, I want, you know, to become a classic lady. Like, you know, I thought of, you know, how many celebrities of elegance and, and the word that came to mind was elegance and classic and classy and this, that, and another. And I was like, dude, that that rings true to me. I want my brand to stand the test of time, like a timeless brand that can go past me, past my grandkids, you know, the whole nine. Okay. So tell us about a little bit about some of the products that's on your on my, my line. Um, so the first one, like I said, uh, I came out with was vitamins because um, I was 
sending people to CVS. I was sending, when I talk in my consultation, I talk about how much water you drink, your diet. I talk about, you know, exercise and, and circulation and blood flow. And then I said, if you want to take it an extra step further, adding protein diet and more things, why don't you take care of skin and nail vitamins? Um, I'm, a, I'm not as much of a fan in just taking bites. And I explain that in the book too. And I say that because biotin is one, one vitamin. But mm-hmm. we understand that the whole body has all kinds of things that it needs. So when you're taking a hair, skin, and nail vitamin, it actually has more than one vitamin in it. Therefore, it's working throughout your body and helping the whole body, not just hair. Um, so that's the first thing I came up with because I was like, I'm sending people to CVS and they're getting the money and Walmart and they're getting the money. Yeah. Well, I can go and figure out how I can make my own vitamin brand and how I can... Uh, work with another chemist and at that point I had worked with another chemist um to make sure you know I can do this vitamin so that was my first product and I was super excited five years ago when when I came out with it and it was huge um and then I was like huh what else can I start to do I'm glad that you came up with the vitamins look most people don't understand is you are what you eat so would you whatever you consume in your body it's going to come out and the more vitamins you eat, I mean, you know, digest and the food, proper food that you eat, all that's coming out on your hair. That's why you say drink water, vitamins, eat healthy. And I'm glad that you came out with something like that. Go ahead with your next brand. And the thing about that is, like, I always say, it's not a proven fact, it's just my opinion, but the food that we're eating now is a little bit less nutrients than back in the day when your grandparents and your great-grandparents used to eat. They used to eat organic food. Yes. Like, we eat processed food. Yeah, so I agree with you. Yes. Between that organic food they were eating, mm-hmm. um, processed and the, you know, masticized type of uh, food that we're getting now, they're putting chemicals in it to make it bigger. They're, make, uh, they're putting chemicals mm-hmm. to preserve it better. And that is kind of deteriorating how much nutrients we're actually putting in our body. So vitamins are very vital when it comes to your diet. Yes, you're right about that. On your next item, please. Okay, so um, I came out with Rejuvenation Oil next, which is a uh, all-purpose oil. Mm -hmm. Um, It's light enough to use on your scalp, so a lot of people use uh, this on their scalp, but it also, uh, you can use it on your hair. It can be for high or low porosity hair. Um, I use this even when I'm doing flat irons because it's really, really, really light um, so that it doesn't feel greasy. It soaks into the hair and it makes it feel amazing. Um, So this was one of the other ones I came out with. Um, I have two different types of leave-in conditioner. I started this year to make this into a whole system for people so that they don't just buy one thing and say, okay, this doesn't exactly do what I thought it would do. So I came out with a system um, that makes all of this work. So classic is more about layering on moisture. Mm -hmm. Uh, My logic in 
my system is uh, everybody talks about the uh, LOC, the lock method. Yes. Mine is LCC. So I use leave-in conditioner, which is uh, an aloe base. This is a crayon cocktail. It's an aloe vera base. It has cranberries. It has apples. It all kinds of extracts in it that help with circulation, help with dandruff, help with just moisturizing the hair. Um, and I use this first, and then I go in with a cream conditioner. And this is cocoa-based, cocoa uh, butter-based. And I use this on everybody um, that's in like natural twist outs, uh, twist, um, rod sets, etc. Um, so I start with this first. And then I just came out with a uh, specialty. Um, and it's not actually here right now. Specialty, which is the uh, shea butter, which goes for the high porosity. And then the olive oil which is for the low porosity so that's the cream that I put on so it's LCC does that make sense yes <laughs> but I will say this to everybody that's listening okay because the main problem that we all have is that we go buy a product and yeah. we try it for one day or maybe two days and be like it's not working for me I always tell people 30 days the reason why is because for one, you should be clarifying your hair. You should be stripping your hair from everything, okay? So that way your hair can properly absorb everything that it needs from that product, okay? Because if you don't clarify your hair, what happens is that you're just putting stuff on top of stuff on top of stuff, and it's not it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. And let's say you did clarify your hair, and it didn't work the first two days. Give it 30 days still. Because sure. you know, your hair is trying to get used to all these different brands and products and and, and if you know your hair porosity, of course, you'll know automatically before you even buy the product, oh, this might not work for my hair or this will work for my hair. So I'm glad that you're, with your brand, you got like explaining the LCC, this is what I use and this is what's perfect and stuff. And then how you have it for high porosity and low porosity, they both be used because it's light. It does what it needs to do for the high porosity and it does what it needs to do for low porosity. So that way you can be able to use this particular product on your hair. So I thank you for that. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, no, thank you. You know, because we need to know this thing. And what's that in your hair right there? Okay, so this is the Curl Vitamin, which is like my highest seller um, because a lot of people twist their hair with mousse, or cream and this one I'm has a, a bad person i'm a cream so i need to send this to you it'll change your <laughs> life uh, so this actually has cream and uh mousse in it so it actually hydrates and cream so it's so much less free and it's really really great for every type of hair i run out of this all the time because People use it for their twist outs, their braid outs, their rod sets, their wash and go, all in this one product. <laughs> so they don't have to. <laughs> I'm trying to wash and go this summer, so I might need to get that. Yeah. I'm all twist. I always wear my hair twist, take it out. It's time for me to wash my hair. Right, right, right. Right back up. I might need to use that. It gives shine, it gives. Um, less frizz, it is amazing. Um, and it's long-term hold. Like, some people say, oh, I have to retwist my hair after blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. My clients have to retwist their hair at all for two weeks. 
two whole weeks. They don't have to. With my... So you can just put it up in a pineapple or, you know, scrunchy uh, method all over your head, whatever, you know, works for you as far as that's concerned. And they pull it out, just shake their hair, pick it where they want it to go. And it literally stays. You don't have to worry about anything. Do you have to add anything extra to it or? As in for like maintenance? Yeah, for maintenance purposes, yes. I say, um, a lot of people say, you know, oil doesn't moisturize, and that is completely true. Um, oil can re-soften the hair and make it more manageable, but it's not going to actually moisturize. But if you're wearing like a rod set, you don't want to spray aloe juice on your hair because that's it frizz. So you might want to go back and just put a little oil or, you know, crayon co- uh, cocoa cocktail or uh, even if you're high porosity, the uh, Shea Souffle in your hand and just scrunch it in your hair just to soften your hair back up. Mm-hmm. But besides, no, they don't need anything. It holds the form. It stays moisturized pretty well from start to finish for two weeks. Okay, look at you over there. Cosmetologist, hair care brand owner, and also killing the game. Hey. That's right. So then I have I have like a lot of products. I have a whole product line, like it's serious. Um, so this is Soothe. This is a menthol oil for like um, scalp irritation. So say you get like a crochets and you have itchy scalp, you just put on a little Soothe in those parts and it's a menthol so it cools it down and it feels amazing um, so that you don't have to, you know, scratch in your head all the time. So this is what Soothe does. So that's good for braids. That's good for crochets. It's good for any protective styles. Wow. Like my mohawk, I kind of get in here <laughs> with the nozzle or whatever and it just soothes your scalp to keep it from, you know, itching for the rest of the day, especially when you um, sweat, you come straight from the gym and you sweat in your scalp. Uh, a lot of people say, oh my gosh, my scalp has been so itchy and it's because that salt from your sweat dries your scalp out, just like it dries your skin out, just like you, you know, put on lotion. Mm-hmm. So this is amazing, especially right after the gym. Um, moisture lock is also amazing when you're doing braids, when you're doing crochets, you're going to lock that moisture down in your protective style. So when you take your hair down from your protective style, your hair is still soft. What you don't want is for you to take your hair down from your protective style and it's brittle and breaking in your hand. Yeah. You want to stay moisturized, still be able to be very, very soft when you're taking your hair down so that it it is elastic and it'll bounce back trying to get those uh, braids out or whatever. So that's what moisture locks for. Yeah, you can use that daily. Like, you know, in my twist, I can just like, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Edge control. I do have a lot of naturals that have never, ever, ever, ever worn their actual natural hair curl pattern. They get flat on every two weeks and their hair bounces back every single time. Never had any actual like heat damage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I came out with Edge Slick that lays down those good edges, makes them very, very pliable. 
And um, what this has is it's a um, Jamaican castor oil base. So it actually has stimulant in it to grow edges as well as using it to slick your edges back. I'm so going to say that because I don't use gel in my hair at all, okay? I don't use no gel, no nothing, edge control, nothing. Because right. I, my purpose is I, I need something that's going to be able to, why it's laying it down, actually, you know, moisturizing it, helping my hair grow. I don't want it to break, so once I, you know, get it out, it's my hair coming out too. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's why I, don't, I leave the gel low. Yeah, exactly. So this is a pomade, and it does not have any alcohol in it. It doesn't make your hair stiff. It keeps your hair moisturized, shiny. And I'll lay your edges really, really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you say that, it, like, I'm going to put that disclaimer out there for, like, the coarser hair textures or the stronger hair textures, like 4B, 4C, it might be a little bit more, um, you might have to use it a little bit more to lay those edges down. So, like, I tell people, put it on at night, put your scarf on, and let it lay overnight to lay your edges you have those curl patterns because yeah if you put it on that morning and then you go outside immediately yeah it's gonna curl your hair right back up but you can just lay this really really well at night and you have no problem but it does have a a growth stimulant to it so it's a dual purpose product (laughs) so those of y'all listening before she goes to the next um product you are listening to the kinky hair culture podcast and we have miss crystal joan bonds right now she's going through a whole kit of natural hair products to help you grow and stimulate your natural hair okay continue hun i just want to you know reset the room let everybody know what we got going on here yeah going on here um the last one i have here with me um which is the liquid gold a lot of people are like, I don't want to take vitamins. I don't like pills. Um, so this is actually a oil cocktail that helps with hair growth. And it's great for, like, alopecia. If you, say, had braids and your hair fell out right there around that temple. If you have a follicle, if your hair is just because it fell out, this will help. If you don't have a follicle and you've done a little bit more damage, you might want to go see your dermatologist. But um, this liquid gold has saved so many people's edges to come back, so many thins in the top, and it has worked in you know a matter of six months. Now I can't say oh it works overnight because a lot of people have said you know oh I haven't seen anything. But when you're doing organic stuff, sometimes it takes a little while to actually penetrate and start to really manipulate the scalp um, because this has a um, strengthening follicle oil in it. So sometimes when your hair is going to grow, that follicle can grow, but it's weak. Anything like braids, crochets, or whatever will make your hair fall right back out because the Mm -hmm. follicle is very weak. So then you're gonna go right back bald. So with this, putting this on your scalp, you can strengthen your follicles so that it doesn't um, fall out as easy. I'm glad, look, I love you already. And it's the why. Because you sat there and said, it's not gonna grow your hair overnight, okay? Look, you start telling everybody, if you have the area, no follicles, then of course, it's not gonna grow back. Go to a dermatologist. 
most people say, no, it's going to grow and try to sell you some product. No. She's telling, no. look, okay? <laughs> look, if your hair follicle is still there, right? there's hope, okay? If it's not, go to a dermatologist, okay? Absolutely. I try to be as truthful as possible when it comes to my brand. I don't like selling wolf tickets. I don't like, you know, trying to make you buy something you may not need. Um, so with everything I put together, I make it as honest as humanly possible because, um, you know, what you don't want, I know a lot of people that have gone through hair burnout because somebody has, hey, this is going to work for you. And then it didn't, or, you know, they didn't use it properly and it didn't. So I, I appreciate you appreciating my honesty. <laughs> no, thank you. Cause the whole purpose of this podcast is to introduce people that makes the hair product and the people behind the chair and so happen you are both as well as an author too as well so they need to get to actually know the genuine person okay because we so quick to go buy products out in the store in these stores and we don't know nothing about this person this person could be selling you anything and we like this celebrity right here had it or this person had it but true reality we don't know if it really works for our hair and right now we're actually giving each and every one of y'all that listening watching or however you streaming this the opportunity to actually genuinely meet the owners of these people. Okay, the people that actually makes these products, the people that's behind, actually in your scalp every day. So I appreciate you for taking time out your busy schedule because I know you have a busy schedule. Because look, I'll be watching you, okay? <laughs> I do. I'll be watching you. I'll be like, this girl be busy all the time. <laughs> yes. So I'll be watching, okay? Look, I'm guilty. I'll be watching. Sushi, come on. I'll be all in there. <laughs> All on Instagram, your LinkedIn, everywhere. I'm like, she'll post something. Let me see what she's posting. Oh, she got a bit coming up. I'll be on everything. <laughs> because you're such a genuine person, and I appreciate you. I really do. Oh, that's so sweet. I really do. Because I like genuine people. If you can't be genuine, we don't want you here. All due respect. Because I'm a consumer myself. I don't care if people do give me hair products or if I go purchase them. I'm still a consumer. And yeah. if I can't put in my hair and I can't respect the person because they're selling me a bunch of crap, then I'm not going to sit there and put it to the audience. I don't care. Because that's just not right. Every dollar's not good. Okay? Because if you want long money, then you need to do something the right way. If you want fast money, of course. Anybody can put you out there for fast money. Yes. But it's fast, not longevity like you said classic lasts forever so before we go is there anything you would like to leave the audience with I will have your links and everything at the bottom so if you want to say them again that's fine but please share um I am working on a project um of trying to get more stylists to actually use my brand in their salons um so if there's stylists out there that are looking to increase how they do natural hair, learn more about it, figure it out, um, need products, specialty for that type of stuff. I would love to talk to you um, to, to get you acclimated to classic products because um, it has changed a whole bunch of people's life in Murfreesboro. Um, so I'm trying to branch out now. So if you're available, if you're looking for something like that, Please DM me, call me, text me. <laughs> and look, I will put the word out myself 
So I will, you know, on my all my social media sites, I let everybody know if you're looking for this or any particular brand for your store, we got you. All right. <laughs> so before we go, I always play a game, okay? Sure. All right. Which one has to go? Okay. And I don't want you to say, oh, I can't answer because you have to answer. Okay. <laughs> you have to. Which one has to go? A brush, a comb, a, your fingers, or Afro pick? Which one has to go? Um, brush, a comb, an Afro pick, or your fingers? I would say Afro pick. Why? Uh, I mean, <laughs> you could probably use a comb multi-purpose. Uh-huh. <laughs> and use it an Afro pick. Or Afro pick is just kind of like one one purpose. So if anything, if you pick it out your roots, you can take a comb and pick out your roots. So that's the only reason I just picked that because it, it, it only had one purpose. Brushes okay. have multi-purposes. Okay. Uh, combs have multi-purposes. Fingers have multi-purposes. So that's <laughs> what. <laughs> well, I appreciate you so much for taking out time on your busy day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, I will, of course, I will share all your um, social media sites with the world and stuff. Thank you for everybody tuning in to the Kinky Hair Culture Podcast. And is there anything else before we go? If you want to put me yeah. on. Do you have any other questions? Do you have anything you want to say? Mm-mm. No, look, you don't explain your whole hair care line. You don't gave us about your book. You don't told us everything unless there's something else. Oh, that shirt you got. You didn't tell us about that shirt. Where can we get that shirt? Oh, yeah. So I actually do have a um, a t-shirt line also. And this one is um, Become a Classic Stylist. So that's what that promotion was all about. Like it had, it's enrolling people into becoming a, a classic stylist. Um, and I do have a t-shirt brand. It's also on my uh, link tree or whatever. Um, so you can support, uh, you know, African-American and Afro products and Afrocentric lifestyles. Um, there's one that says, uh, I'm a curly queen, you know, so you're empowering your own hair type. You're empowering other people to love your hair too. So um, I came up with it last November and I'm in love with it. Look, every way to show you the love and embrace your natural hair. Mm-hmm. So, I got you. One, one last question I do before I let you go. Do you have any classes or anything going on? Or no? Lately. Not lately. I will be putting a few classes together very, 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 very soon. I am, um, you know, I am a solo planner, so um, I have things going on in the background, but classes will ensue very, 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 very soon. So if you just follow me, you'll see new stuff popping up very, very soon, probably around the summer. All right, thank you. And until next time, whenever you feel like you want me to hop on here, like, look, no, I want to demonstrate something for you. Let me know, okay? Perfect. All right, so look, we're here to help people grow natural hair. So whatever you got going on, just come back and be like, look, Candace, no, 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 stop what you're doing. I'm booking this day right here because we have the full, I want you to show the world what this going on or that's going on. Just let me know, okay? Absolutely. All right, until next time, I appreciate you. Bye, hon. Bye.
was your key takeaway from this episode? I'm going to tell you my key takeaway. My key takeaway of this episode is the fact that she has this amazing book that's willing to help you with your natural hair. You get this book on Amazon, okay? And the book is, I Want to Be Natural, Now What? Okay, well, in this book, she's telling you all the answers, all the answers you need to grow healthy, strong, natural hair. And that is her goal. Whether you're using her products or she's giving you tips in her book. The proper oil use creams, the whole nine yards. Okay, I can't give you everything because if I give you everything, you won't want to buy the book. So, go buy that book on Amazon. And if any of our episodes has added any value to you, please share with at least three people. This is officially season four, episode one. And I want to say thank you for everybody that took the time out to actually listen to our podcast. And if you want to view this actual live that we did on this episode, you can go to our YouTube. We post it on LinkedIn, Facebook. We post it everywhere, okay? So don't forget to like subscribe and leave your comments okay miss crystal will be glad to answer any questions that you have about her hair care brand god bless and again i'm excited this is season four episode one i cannot do it without y'all be blessed be safe and until next time this is the kinky hair culture podcast Cause it was time to change my life To become the woman that I am inside